All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, February 7th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'll be joined by Mr. Big Marcel very shortly, just waiting for him to jump on and uh, start talking about the fights together. So it should be a good show today, guys. Talk about UFC Vegas 47. Um, There are some other fights on the weekend as well, FAC 12, and a couple other events as well. So there he is. Marcel, there he is. Good morning, brother. Got a call. Oh, no worries. I just started. Some news. Oh, you got the bat. Okay, go ahead. Break it. That's not good news. Um, so um, the fight between uh, Jake Hatley and Alan Nascimento was off the card of London, officially off. Fuck. Um, Jake is injured, um, but they're looking to rebook the fight in May. So look at this guy, man. Like every time, like we just start the podcast, and of course, the guy, you know, he uh, he's breaks some news. So like, you got to love it, man. But yeah, I mean, it's not good news. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. you know that was gonna be a good fight. I thought NASA Mental looked really good against two and Tamir Ulundekov. Like he was working the whole time off his back in that fight, and I think you know Hadley would have been an interesting style matchup. But yeah, anyways, looking forward to talk about that fight and you know some other fight announcements. Um, well, fights are actually happening, but we're gonna start with UFC 40, uh, Vegas forty seven. Let me just get the comments. We got Glenn. What's going on, Glenn? We got Tristan. <laughs> Tristan, can't wait to talk to you, my man. <laughs> That's so funny. I'll talk to you about that in a few minutes, Tristan. You want, you, we got to uh, we got to do a um, very respected debate I'd say, last week about Mark Andre Barrochini. Man, that's why I switched my pick, guys. Like, like I said, my initial thought was like, Barrow's going to win, but then I was like, once you watched the last couple of fights, I was like, damn, the guy looked good. But yeah, you're well, a Canadian, Canadian fighters went great. What you say? Well, it's not what the dickhead man on Twitter who was calling you out on it. Like, oh, that's so funny. Just... He was, there was a guy on Twitter last day, the other day. He was like, he's like, or he's like, look at this guy. He's like, he's bragging about it after the fact. And I'm like, no, dude, look at my, we'll watch the podcast on Tuesday where I like laid out exactly why I switched my pick to him. Anyways. We've got Joe here. Joe, what's going on, man? John's here as well. So we've got good people in the chat today. So it should be a good chat. So yeah, today's going to be a recap. UFC Vegas 47, like I said, Marcel. And we'll do uh, FAC 12. It took place last night. We'll talk a little bit about that and, you know, whatever else happens. The start of UFC Vegas 47, we'll start with the main event, obviously, guys. And, and overall, I mean, I think I did pretty good in the card. There were a few upsets, obviously, I didn't call, but I did call a couple. And uh, Marcel, I think your picks were pretty solid, too. So overall, I mean, to start the year, it's actually been decent for me. Um but there were a couple upsets that, you know, I didn't see coming on this one as well. So let's start with the main event. I mean, th- to me, this fight was just a really easy fight to pick. Uh, Sean Strickland by decision, you know. Like, it wasn't a hard fight to pick. And it wasn't a f- hard fight to score either. <laughs> it wasn't a hard fight to score. I'll be honest, guys. I think 50-45 is the right scorecard. Maybe 49-46. Maybe you give that first round to Jack. Maybe, you know. Other than that, Sean Strickland won every round of the fight. He won, e- like, every minute of the fight. He won almost every exchange. He barely broke a sweat, too, you know? Like, it was, like, almost like a hard sparring session, Marcel. Honestly, that's kind of what I felt about this fight. It wasn't a great fight at all. But, but, I mean, he beat Jack Hermanson, who's one of the best guys in the world. He barely took any damage in the fight. He won basically every round. He barely got hit in the head at all. And he outstruck him with that jab. He basically won the fight with the jab again. So, everyone's, like, down on Sean Strickland now, but I'm not. I'm just as high on him as I was before. I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to see a finish or just some more aggressiveness, but he didn't need to do that. He just needed to win on points, and he got the job done against one of the best guys in the division. Like, you go against Jack Hermanson, like, you got to have a good takedown defense. you got to have good striking, too. Like, it's not an easy matchup. He's a hard guy to beat. Look at his last fight. He destroyed Edmund Chabazzi. Look at he fought Kelvin Gastelum. Submitted him quick. So, for me, yeah, I mean, like I said, Marcel, it wasn't the most exciting fight, but it's still a good win. It's a great win, you know? He beat Jack Hermanson. So... Strickland's 5-0 and now, guys, at, at, at middleweight. I've picked him in all his fights. I love him at this weight class. Now Now it's going to be interesting because he's going to obviously fight a step up in competition. So, like, he's going to fight a lead guy in his next fight. Uh, Vittori, Costa, someone like that. So, it'd be interesting. But, anyways, let's talk about the – so I want to hear your thoughts on the scoring because I'm looking at what people are saying. Tristan had a 50-45. I think that's what I had, Tristan. Like I said, maybe the first round you can give to Jack. Technically, he did outstrike him by, like, one strike or something, two strikes. Salad is a piece of shit. Get out of the sport. He's a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> we don't need this guy in the sport. It's just so bad for the it's so bad. I hate it, guys. It bothers me so much when I see these scorecards because you're fucking up people's lives. You're destroying people's lives. Like, just say another guy, another idiot judge. There was two dumbass judges, Marcel, and they gave it to, to Hermanson. That was the last fight in Sean Strickland's contract, right? Just say he got the loss. We never thought he was gonna win. It doesn't matter. UFC would have been like, you lost well, you lost your last fight, so we're gonna pay you less money now, right? Mm-hmm. It just bothers me, dude, because it's it, it's more than just one fight. You're affecting guys' entire careers. And thankfully, it didn't uh, go the wrong way. I think the right guy definitely won the fight. 
But I was legitimately shocked when I heard that scorecard. I think Buffer was shocked too when he was reading it. He seemed confused too. It was just bizarre, man. It was a bad scorecard. I agree completely with Tristan though. He's got great takedown defense. Uh, that's what Joe had two fifty forty five undefeated. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he's in contention right now, Glenn. You know, he's he's number six in the world now. Uh, looked like Sean was fighting Spark. Yeah, exactly. He did say he coasted. It wasn't it wasn't a great fight, no doubt about it. But again, he beat Jack Hermanson cleanly for five rounds, in my opinion. So I want to hear your thoughts on the fight. I've talked about it enough. Give your thoughts on the fight, the scoring, and Strickland. Go ahead. It's pretty easy, man. I had five rounds for Strickland, and you could you could give the first one to Hermanson if you really want to give him a round. But I still think Strickland won that round. The thing is, Hermanson had no plan B after he couldn't take down Strickland. Yeah. It was pretty obvious, you know. And Strickland, he was like, if I win this fight, I'm good. You know, I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm just doing what I'm good at. Jabbing, keeping on the outside. Don't get Hermanson, get, uh, uh, can shoot for you for a takedown. And even Hermanson at a certain moment had him almost on the ground, but Strickland kept his balance and he went up immediately it wasn't even a takedown so i mean it's just a good and people were talking shit like strickland acts like a serial killer outside the cage and now he's fighting like that. guys it's a win it's a main event win. it's probably the biggest yep. win right now of his career you know yep. and this propels him into probably a top five fight a contender fight you know so <laughs> it's a perfect win by by strickland and it, maybe it wasn't uh very uh how do you say that uh eventful yeah. fan friendly or eventful yeah it's a win. It's a big win. Hermanson is a good name. Look at the way. Look at what guys he beat so far in the UFC, um, and he completely neutralized Hermanson's game. So I mean, I was impressed by Strickland. Adam is on the Strickland train for some time already. Yeah. But I got to be honest, man. This is just if you look at Strickland. I wasn't even. It wasn't impressive, but it was impressive in the way that how easily it looked. It so easy. You know, it made it look so easy. Yeah. yeah, and that was the impressive thing about it. So yeah, I mean, great win for Strickland. I'm looking forward. What's next for it? Yeah, man, I, I completely agree, Marcel. By the way, can you retweet the podcast, Marcel, if you don't mind? Yeah, for sure. I'm sorry. Yeah, no I'm worries. Sorry, it's okay. No worries. Uh, Glenn says UFC loves bad decisions, creates buzz, encourages fighters to finish. Me loving the clicks feels like it's us two biggest fans of fighters who cares. Probably, Glenn. <laughs> Probably. But I, I just bothers me, my man. It bothers me. Again, I, I, I'm i fighters first, right? So I just I don't like when it screws up guys' careers. And, you know, anyways, we'll talk about we'll talk about some other decisions on this card. But yeah, as far as Strickland goes, you know, for his next fight, so. He was seventh. Uh, Hermanson was sixth. I would imagine the next fight will probably be Paul Costa. That's my guess. Number five, if he wants to fight one, or if he can fight one eighty five again, that would be my guess, Marcel. I, you know, I'm really honest. I don't have to see Paulo Costa again at middleweight, man. He uh, yeah. he blew that, in my opinion. So for me, it's like either I know Vittori. He's good with Vittori. Yeah, but he's his friend. Me, he doesn't want to yeah, fight him. He said, it's, yeah. it's either for me, it's Vittori or the loser of Cannonier against Brunson. Or it could be a two. loser of Adesanya Whitaker, especially if it's uh, like, also possible. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, if but it, I think if Adesanya wins it, or loses, they'll do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Fight. Because yeah. if Robert wins, it will be a mean rematch. Exactly. If, but if Robert loses, they could do actually Whitaker or Strickland would be a great fight now that i think about it even I, think about that fight that would be a good fight right i'm gonna do something crazy man if whitaker loses on yeah. saturday I, I might see him going out you can I see him retire yeah i think it's yeah. possible too i think so because he's accomplished so much and he's you know he's had some health issues and stuff too and some uh, other he, things outside the cage so it's possible marcel it's yeah. possible he has, you know, a, he has a big he has a big family as well you know and he does he's got like yeah. three or four kids right but he's mm -hmm. still again at the top of the sport but it yes it, it is possible marcel i don't think it's you know, if that's one of the one of your bold like predictions this week, I don't think it's a bad one. Uh, honest, I think right? absolute gem to the sport, man, Robert Whitaker, man, yeah, for great. years, for years. So yeah, Marcus, what's up, man? I don't think Strickland, Strickland stamp striking winning this uh, fight against Adesanya. Yeah, you know what? Like that's the thing. Like he he basically is winning these a fight these fights with just a jab, you know. But Adesanya's got more tools than just a jab. He's got the jab, he's got the kicks, he's got spinning stuff, he's got everything, right? So. It'd be an interesting fight, but yeah, I mean, Asari obviously would be favored. You know, he could fight, like you said, the loser can your front end. There's a okay, basically, he's in a good spot now because there's these big fights coming up this weekend. So he'll get one of these top guys, I think, Marcel. He'll get a top five guy, no doubt. I would imagine he, he's going to get another main event in a fight night card. But, um, anyways, I, I like, I, you know, I'm still as high as, on him as I was before, you know, even though he didn't get the finish, just because, again, I respect Jack Hermans a lot. I think it's a really good win. I have a lot of respect for Jack Hermans. I think that's a great win, Marcel. Uh, he doesn't want to fight Vittori because they're friends at Costa and the Candy or Brunson loser are good options. I agree. And he said he would fight Vittori, but it'd have to be for like a, I think for the belt or, or a lot of money, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Hoping for a Costa Vittori battle. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, 
Costas Bandry will accept the middleweight fight. It's long strict was good. Oh, it's funny. Anyways, yeah, you know, by the way, that was the last fight of his deal. So it'd be interesting to see like what kind of contract he gets in his next fight. But I'd imagine he'll I imagine he'll resign with the UFC. I can't I can't see them leaving uh, him leaving now. Like they they spent, you know, a lot of money promoting him now. He's main invented a couple fights. I, I think they're investing in him. He said Mick Maynard really likes him too. So, yeah, I think he'll resign Marcel. I'm pretty sure. You too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see Yeah, that I either. think so for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next fight here, guys. Uh, Nick Maximal defeats Puna Soriano by a split decision. I, I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts on this fight. I think it was scored the wrong way, guys. Honestly, I think that Puna, <laughs> I think Puna Soriano won. By the way, I saw your scorecard on MA decisions, then it was gone the next day. Why, did, why is it gone? I saw you had Puna Soriano there, and now it's not there. I have there. no idea why it's gone. It's not there. Okay, no, just, they took it down. Did you? I was gonna say, did you ask? Did you change your mind after? No, like, no, oh. no, no. Okay, that's kind I of actually, strange. Then. I actually talked at the podcast earlier today in Dutch podcast about it because you I say? was in this. I was in discussion with Gilbert Ivel because Gilbert said Maximov won, and I was like, you know, the third round was definitely Maximov's. You know, first round was clearly Puna's in my opinion. You know, yeah. second round. Uh, Maximov had almost two and a half minutes control, but Puna almost outlanded Maximov times two with the strikes, you know, and per unified rules, damage does more than control, you know, so for me, Puna won that second round, so it should have been 29-28 for Puna, but the judges, yeah, you know, if you already score a fight for Hermansen 38-47, what can you expect, you know what I mean? Yeah, so my thoughts on this one are just, it's, it's not a good decision because, again, damage in effect, it's okay. Technically, it's effective striking slash effective grappling. That's the number one thing. I just, yes, he did get 11 takedowns, which tied a record or something, but he didn't do anything with the takedowns. He was holding on for dear life, guys. I'm talking about Maximov. No damage, no uh, moving positions, no submission, not, no going for submissions. And every time, uh, you know, Puna stopped the takedown, he's punching him to the body, hitting him in the body. He did a lot more damage in the fight. And again, it's all about damage. I, I think it was a bad call. You know, I think Puna Soriano should have won this fight. I'm not saying it's the worst decision of the year. I think it was competitive fight, obviously, but I, I think that the first two rounds with the Puna. That's my honest opinion. Yeah. And it's not just actually my opinion. It's just what the rules say. The rules say the damage and effective striking grappling. And when you're just holding a guy and doing absolutely nothing, when the other guy's actually landing you and he's also reversing you sometimes and scrambling, out scrambling you, that's the guy I think won the fight. Again, competitive close fight. I'm not gonna like sit here and say this is like a bad, you know, robbery or anything like that, but I just think it was the wrong call. So that's my thoughts. Um Tristan said, I think it was close damage or scrap which are hard to see. Yeah, it's it's not an easy fight to score, but I, I still think that Putin should have won. Thought Maxwell was awful. I kind of agree, man. I don't know why they're saying this guy's going to be the next big star. What's so what's good about this guy's game, guys? Like, he can wrestle a little bit. He barely got by Cody Brundage. He barely got by Putin Soriano. I, I, I don't find his style exciting at all. Yeah, it's, he's a decent wrestler. I'm not saying he's a bad fighter because he knows how to win fights, but I'm not too impressed with him. Marcel's changed his new job, has a fancy expected buried by her. <laughs> That's funny. Joseph, he says he doesn't agree with my Christian opinion's uh, newest coaching ultimate fighters, biggest rematch of women's MMA. I mean, I kind of disagree, bro. I got to be honest with you. Like, it's it's definitely going to be a decent rematch. I'm looking forward to it because of what happened in the first fight. But I'm just not too excited about them coaching, and I'm not too excited about the cast either, you know? Just my opinion. Again, I'll, I'll watch the fights. I'm not going to really watch the uh, the house stuff anyway, so I guess it really, wouldn't really matter. But And Marcus also thinks Nunez doesn't have the personality. Um she really, and you know, she does. She really does it. And uh, by the way, I, I, I don't know if it was someone I hear was on Twitter, but I, I actually kind of agree with them because I was saying that Pena is the boring one. But the more I thought about it, I think it's Nunez who's kind of the boring one. You know, at least Nunez or Pena talks some, some shit. Like Nunez doesn't say anything. Like it's she's a great fighter, but like she's not good for TV, guys. Like it's just the fact. You know, she's not really like like uh, exciting on reality TV. They should have just taken Covington and Masvidal, man. It would have been perfect. Oh, for, for sure. I, I don't get it, man. The, the, are they in the, I, I think they're really in a rush with that fight because that's also a crowd that doesn't have title fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're probably in a rush with that one. But they should have, man. 100%. I would have like, I would have preferred that. But anyways, just, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, um, Muhammad Usman's on the show. There's some, And the other guy that's weird, Bobby Maximus, is also Rob McDonald, also known as Rob McDonald. He fought in the UFC in 2006. He hasn't fought since 2009, and he's returning after 13 years. And I was like, who the fuck is boxing Bobby Maximus? And then obviously, I, you know, go on Instagram. Guy looks good. He's in crazy shape for 43, but he hasn't fought in 13 years, guys. I think this dude gets knocked out with, I'm going to call it right now. He gets knocked out with a jab in the first 10 seconds of the fight, Marcel. There's my pick, right? There's my bold prediction. A, a jab, just like Tim Hagen and, and Todd Duffy. That's what you're going to yeah. see in that fight. Quez, Maximus 24, develops kickboxing, his grappling card would be a future contender. I agree with that. I mean, there's no doubt. If he does have decent grappling uh, control and, um, 
cardio is pretty good too, but doesn't do any damage, doesn't really go for submissions from what I've seen, doesn't go for ground and pound. He just wants to hold you, Marcel. I don't know, Marcel. I'm just not – the guy doesn't really excite me. You know what I mean? Might be juicing. Yeah, possible. Who knows, man? That's what he's been doing for the last 13 years. He's been on the juice probably. There you go. Uh, is this is this the co-main event, Marcel? Marina I don't know if that's set as a co-main event. I have no idea. But the thing is, they probably uh, people still hoping for Nate Diaz Poirier, right? But I don't see it happen to be really. I think if that was going to happen in less than a month, we would have known already. Yeah, yeah, I think you saw it test the fight tough fighters. I'd imagine they they test them. You know, I'd imagine. I mean, I'm not. Nah, I'm, I'm, yeah, because they test the contender series guys, right? They probably do. But again, this guy's been off for 13 years. Who knows what he's been doing that long? And look, look at his pictures. I mean, it doesn't look, you know, like a 43-year-old. As far as tough goes, surprise some of the heavyweights. Zach Pagua is good, but he's a light heavyweight. He just beat Marcus Perez in his last fight in Cage Warriors, who's a 185-er, guys. So I'm just – I think he's going to be undersized. He's a good fighter, but, you know, size matters in the, in the heavyweight division. There's, it's, you know, it's 205 to 265, Marcel. So that's a huge you, difference, you know? You, you know, Adam, and uh... – when you're looking Thomas at Thomas Pierce is really the, good, by the way. He mentioned him from LFA. That's a good pick. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I mean, where is, for example, uh, Brett Martin? You know, that, that yeah. would have been a good addition. I know he's in the, the I think PFL, he's in the right? PFL. Yeah. yeah, but but uh, things like that, you know, and also if I look at the, the women bracket, yeah, I don't know. Some some are okay, but I'm so I'm still thinking. Go, get rid of featherweight, you know, and women, yeah. and get at the weight division, you know. Yeah, and it would yeah. have been man. Oh man, good point. Yeah, that's would a have waste been opportunity. Su- yeah, I mean, would have been such a great. You, you could have picked. You could have picked Dalboni from Invicta. Yeah. You could have selected Sapitella. You could have uh, selected a few from uh, Japanese girls, you know. Uh, and even, even if you listen for extra views or something, Michelle Waterson, Luma Lagunmi. Jinju Frey, ask them if they want to enter the Ultimate Fighter in a tournament. Man, that would have been crazy, I think, you know? And it would have been an amazing introduction to the division in the UFC. Uh, I mean, Missed opportunity. Look, dude, I mean, you just read, you just wrote the script for the show, and they didn't listen to you. I completely agree with Marcel. You know, what he just said makes sense. That division makes a lot more sense than 145. We all, agree. I think we all know that. Tony Chandler at 170 is the only thing I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's coming up in a few weeks, unless they do Dustin Nate. Nate was at the card on the weekend, and my fiance was pointing out that during I can't remember what fight a maximum fight, because um, you know they're just hugging each other. But you could see on outside the cage, Hunter Campbell was talking to Nate Diaz for quite a long time there. Hunter Campbell, obviously like the UFC lawyer, so mm-hmm. maybe they were talking about his next fight. Who knows? Like it was, I think it's not a bad thing they were, they were talking. Um, I, I I think Dustin and Nate makes a lot of sense, but I don't know if they'll do that. You know, for for a month from now, even though those guys have been asking for that fight for like the last two months, like get this fight going. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like. Why haven't they booked this fight yet? Both these guys want the fight. Every day they're on Twitter saying, I want to fight each other. Yeah. UFC is just like, nah, we'll just wait. You know, every fan's like, I want to see this fight. It makes no sense, honestly. It's so dumb sometimes. Like, sometimes the matchmaking is actually really easy and they make it so much harder on themselves, Marcel. Like, yeah. sometimes these fights just book themselves. Like, the fighters are like, yeah, I want to fight this guy. And the matchmakers are like, no, 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 wait a few months. We have to wait. It's like, why are you waiting? Anyways. <laughs> Where are you waiting for? <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the let's go to the rest of the card here. Keep breaking it down. So again, um, this is the next fight we had. Uh, Chavkat Rachmanov just absolutely destroyed Carlson Harris. I mean, the guy's a beast. We all knew this. I actually predicted it would by knockout in my pool, so I was really happy about that. By the way, I don't know if you guys play this. Um, DraftKings they have like these free pools every weekend for UFC cards. You have to pick eight questions for like the main event. And they're hard, too. It's like, you know, who's going to land more strikes? Who will land more power strikes, uh, jabs, um, takedown defense? Who has more takedowns, et cetera? Stuff like that. I went eight for eight, and I won, like, seven bucks for free. So that was pretty sweet because it's, like, it's a free pool, right? So it's not like I'm paying money for it. But still, eight for eight is pretty good. I mean, I picked every single, like, aspect of that fight correctly. So bang on. It was nice to see. Uh, you don't want to see Dustin and, and Nate? I think it'd be a good fight, man. I think Dust- Dustin wants the fight, though, you know? I think it'd be a good fight. Um, yeah. And it, and also, it wouldn't be at. I think it'd be at 170. I guess I would guess, right, Marcel? What 170 makes more more sense, I guess. Yeah, and definitely right now. Yeah, includes right. Money's a big thing. Contracts. Shavkat's a problem. Yeah. So Shavkat, give me your thoughts on this guy because Marcel, like I said on Twitter, you know, I talks about Cam's and obviously it's for good reason. But this guy's right there. I mean, he's all his wins are by finish. 15 no, 15 finishes, and he's like super young. He's 27. Trains at Sanford MMA. I mean, I dude, I, I love this dude. <laughs> this guy's amazing. Give me your thoughts, man. I mean, what can you say, right? He came into the uh, into the UFC, and everybody 
No, we had a ground game, but not if it was that amazing, you know. And then he finishes Alex Oliveira, and he finishes Michel Prezeras, which is a very good ground fighter, you know, very good BGJ. And he finishes them with submission. Now he's fighting Carlson Harris, and he's knocking knocking him out. And clean, a beautiful hook kick, and then two clean shots, ground and pound, out, you know. Amazing performance, uh, much deserved 50K, I think. Um yeah, and he's at Sanford, you know. And the, th yeah. the, the funny thing is, uh, my colleague, Dennis Corman from Eurosport, uh, he was talking to uh, Henry Hooft, which is uh, one of the coaches of Shafkat. And uh, backstage, Shafkat actually was practicing that hook kick. He landed on Carlson Harris. It's, you know, it's crazy. Here's something fucking crazy. So earlier in the day, I tweeted out saying, we haven't seen a spinning back fist. But I was going yeah. to say, we haven't seen any spinning shit. But I don't like swearing on Twitter, honestly, because I my bosses are looking at my, tweet, my tweets. You know what I mean? So I don't like swearing. But I was going to say that, obviously referencing Nick Diaz and Carlos Cotter, which was just 10, like, 10 years ago, like last week. Uh, so I just said spinning back fist, thinking about uh, Steve Peterson had that, that one against Martin Bravo. And we saw a spinning shit knockout, but it was a hook kick. But still, I was pretty close, you know? I said, we're, it's been a while since we've seen one. He looked amazing. <laughs> he looked incredible. Dude, I love this fight. I think Salikov would be perfect, personally. I think that's a great fight. And Jeff Neal's great, too. Two great fights. I'll tell you right, one thing right now. He absolutely deserves a top 15 opponent. There's no doubt. By the way, give me your thoughts on this, guys. Uh, you know, I really like Sean Brady. But I got to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm higher on Shavka at this point you know, than Sean Brady. What do you think? Yeah, I think Shafkat is a little bit more flashier, you know. He yeah. finishes and he, he's more. But but man, we we can't underestimate Sean Brady. You know what I mean? He is really, yeah, he's really good. You know, so um, people are like, should we do this? Uh, should we see that fight? Probably in the future. I don't have to see it right now. You know, I think um, right now you got finally a few guys who are really talented and really up and coming in the in the in the welterweight, welterweight division. I would like to see them probably face off when they are both in the top 10. That would be fun, I think. But right now, I would yeah, agree with it. Salakov makes sense. Or Ponzinibbio is number 14. That would Ponzinibbio be is perfect, I think. Perfect fight. That's perfect. there. Or even Lee Jingling would be good. Any of those guys make sense, guys. And, and, and Sorry, he did call him Michelle Perea. He he called him himself. Because um, he just beat Andre Fiala, who's his teammate at Sanford. So he's like, I'll fight this guy. That'd be a good fight, too. But I, I kind of feel like both guys deserve a top 15 opponent. You know what I mean? Like, they've both done enough now. So I think one guy could get Ponzio, one guy could get Jeff Neal or something, and or Salikov, whenever he's healthy. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Brandon Allen against Sam Alvey. I mean, you know, again, like, I can't remember. We, I think we did break down the fight, actually, last Tuesday because you had broken it the morning of. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Sam Alvey looked he looked okay in the first round, honestly. Like, he didn't look too bad, but once again, it loses 0-7-1 now, guys, in his last eight types. BJ Penn's terrible record to end his UFC career. You, you can't give him another fight. You, you can't. You have to cut him at this point. And I hate to say it because, like, you know, Sam's a nice guy. Um, yeah. He's got a lot of kids. Um, he's got four, five kids. And he's a great guy. But, you know, it's all about wins and losses. It's not about being a nice guy. And, you know, 0-7-1 and 1 is just a, it's a, it's a shit record. It's just terrible, Marcel. And, yeah, he's fought some good competition. But he's also fought guys like Clitz and Abreu who sucks. He's not in the UFC. Or Wellington Terminator is not that good and lost to them. You know what I mean, Marcel? So, to me, it's like, mm -hmm. that's it. it. Sam Alvey's done with the UFC, in my opinion. What do you think? I agree with you, man. I, I feel like I always hate to say it, you know. On the other hand, the thing is, I think in all those losses, he maybe got finished twice, and it was a bulldog choke against Marquez, and now against Allen. He had some close decisions, you know, the split decision against Thurman. Uh, he had another close decision, I can't remember, and the one to draw against Daoun Zhang. And the funny thing is, Daoun Zhang might be uh, the, the two from the, might be not the, the maybe not the best, but the second best guy he fought in those losses, you know, and he drew against him and arguably he won the fight. Yeah. So I understand from Alvi's perspective, like he's probably like, I've, I lost some split decision. I only got finished twice. I still can do it, you know? So yeah, but from the UFC perspective, I don't know, man, maybe they, they say like you took a, another fight on short notice, weight class up, we give you another one, but Hey, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the thing is, I'm not against it. You know, I, I put a tweet out yesterday like, I don't know about the hate for Sam Alvey, man. It's not his fault that he's still in the UFC. If you hate on something that he's still there, trust the UFC for it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But he's just doing his job. Yeah, okay, it's not doing, he's not winning, so maybe he's not. But he's showing up, he's fighting, you know, and he does his best, you know, and that's all he can do. And obviously, he's living his life. He's happy yeah. with what he does. I can't hate on a guy like that for me, you know? No, for sure. I agree. Here's my, here's, but here's the facts. I'm looking yeah. at his record and all that. Here's the facts, okay? Yeah. 10, 12, and one 
draw. That's his record in UFC. 10 wins, 12 losses, one draw. 07 and one in his last eight. His last win was in 2018 against John Vellante. I don't think he's retired now. He he has 10 wins in the UFC. The only guy he has a win over that's still in the roster is Marcin Prachnil, who's like barely clinging on. He, he's looked okay lately. That's mm-hmm. the only one he has of a guy in the roster still. So, yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, again, he's a durable guy for the most part. He's a nice guy, but yeah. And we didn't talk about Brendan at all, by the way. We didn't even talk about Brendan Allen. I mean, he's the one who won the fight. Yeah. He, he needed to win this fight. His record now improves to six and two in the UFC. Wow. Very good record. But the thing is, those two losses are so bad, right? He got knocked out brutally both losses. So I don't know what's next for him. I think he's a good fighter, but like, you know, I, I don't think he's top 15 at this point. I don't think he's I don't know how close yeah. he is to it. You know what I mean? Like honestly, what do you and give me your thoughts on, on Brendan? Listen, man, if you look at it back to Strickland fight. It's not a bad loss, you know, but Curtis fight, you know, and yeah. you know, I love Chris Curtis, you know, and you do as well, but he should never lose to Chris Curtis no. at middleweight, in my opinion, you know, and that was, uh, that was a big, uh, kind of a surprise to me and not, not, no disrespect to Curtis, great fighter, but yeah, I think I, I had Alan a little bit higher on the ladder, you know, and, uh, also, got to be honest, man, and against Alvi in the first round, Alvi landed some good shots yeah. on him. I think two or three, yeah. and I was like, whoa, man, if, if if this really lands, then he can be in trouble. But he won. So, um, you know, I'd be like, well, well, if people ask me what would be a great fight, match him up with Nick Maximoff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Why not? That's a good fight. It makes sense, especially because mm-hmm. Alan's got great wrestling and grappling, mm-hmm. right? So maybe it stays standing, and then you see Nick just get exposed in the striking I think and he's going to get exposed badly, personally. But they both have a win over Puna, so yeah. By the way, I saw Nick's manager, Maximov's manager, said they have their fight, their next fight. They're talking about right now. So he okay. said that they have uh, Matt Weeble, I believe is his yeah. name. Yeah, um, Yeah, he was talking to Alex on Twitter, and he said they they're discussing his next matchup right now. So it could be Brendan Allen actually, because they both fought on the same card. It yeah. makes sense, you know. Maybe they could just do a quick because I don't think that either guy took a lot of damage. I would say, um, no. so they could turn it around, you know, in a month or two. They get these other comments. Um, oh, what's up, Jim? How's it going, man? Got Jim here, one of the better guys in the chat, obviously. Shavkat's yeah. a beast, but Brady's a star as well. I agree. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying Brady's bad. But I just think at this point, I think Shavkat, in my mind, I have him a little higher now. Who picks up Sam? <sighs> he fought Belter years ago. I mean, he wouldn't be a bad pickup for Belter just because I think he win fights there, honestly, Marcel. I think their middleweight division or well, like heavyweight's not great. So there's some Plus, fights. He, he's a character, man. You yeah, know, yeah, he's, exactly. He, what about what about Eagle FC? What about what about Khabib? Could he sign him? Yeah, why not? Yeah, maybe that's the place. I don't think PFL will sign him. I'll say that right now. They have no interest no. in him. But I think Bellator or or Eagle FC. Otherwise, like I'm not sure what he would do. Like I don't like what else. He's gonna go to fight uh, fighting alliance championship and fight for the Nelk, in front of the Nelk boys. He's not gonna do that. So I think Bellator makes sense. You know, because um, he says he's not done. He said he wants to keep fighting. He thinks he can still win. Also, you know, he says he wants to help people, the next wave of fighters in the sport, which is, I like to hear that. Mm-hmm. Sam came out firing, moved off the wall this time. You know what? I'm with you, Ryan. He looked good in that first round, but again, gets clipped. The chin is gone, guys. His chin, he used to actually have an iron chin. He could just get punched in the head, like in chin, like crazy. And now he, he can't take a punch. He got dropped twice in this fight. Alvio said he's taking a hiatus, which is a good idea. I, I agree, John. Eagle FC, LFA, I don't know if they go there, but Jusir Formiga is headlining their card this weekend, so it's possible. Yeah, uh, we found out if Alvy got released and changed the opinion on fighter pay. That's funny. Right now, reminds me of New School Alan Belcher. That's a good shot right there. Maxwell and Allen both went. Oh yeah, that's true. They both beat one decision against Puna. It makes a lot of sense, Marcel. Uh, respect, but Marcel, come on. Yeah, I'm with Raw Torque. I mean, he, he's right. You know, at the end of the day, guys, if you don't if you don't do your job good, you get fired, right? So I mean, like if if I don't do my job, like if I only do part of my job, which is kind of what he's doing, he's showing up and weighing in and, and fighting. But he's not winning, right? So again, it's I'm not trying to be brutal, but like this guy's been given too many chances, guys. Come on. I mean, I mean the only other thing they could do is just rebook the Ian Heinish fight, which was the original original matchup. Maybe they could do that, but even that's like uh or Phil Hawes, because that was the replacement fight. But nah. All right, let's go to the next fight. Uh, Brian Battle defeats Trishon Gore. You know, I, I was kind of like on the fence about this one, but went with Gore just due to the potential, quite frankly. Also, this would be a good fight. Uh, Allen and, and Mearshart would be a great fight. That would actually be a great fight. Uh, yeah, it's true, actually. Yeah, it's, it's possible, man, John. It's possible. I, I, doubt, I doubt it, though, John. I honestly kind of doubt it. Because at least Carvalho was like a former champ, and 
he had, you know, some good wins, like against the, Chidi the, and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, the, I think they're kind of a good response. The but. thing also is, I think Atsoros is uh, in, in charge of LFA, right? And right. those Brazilian guys, he probably got some yeah. uh, some good contacts with them. And with Alfie, I think it's a different story. And also, yeah. you know, it's kind of, and, and this is no hit on LFA because I like really like LFA, but it's so weird to see Formiga on the LFA card because I think he is still one of the better fighters at flyweight, you know? Yeah. I really like Formiga. And honestly, if it goes pure on sport and quality, he should be still in the UFC, probably. Probably, know? yeah. No, I agree with that. Anyway, it's all about this fight, Battle and Gore. I mean, honestly, not a great fight, but Battle did enough to win. It's just, I think it's Gore losing the fight more than Battle winning. It was a mm -hmm. really bad performance by Trishon Gore. I thought he looked terrible. Mm -hmm. Loading up on every punch. Guy looked like a rookie. I mean, he's a rookie, obviously, in the UFC, but like, and he was only had three fights, but he just looked really green. He looked like a guy that doesn't belong in the UFC, quite frankly. I, I, I'm, I fail to see who he'd beat at this point in the division, honestly. Like, I, I, he could land a big punch, but I, I'm not. I wasn't impressed at all. Not only did he lose the fight, but he was a huge sore loser after the fight. Wouldn't even shake the guy's hand. Wouldn't like respond to him when Battle's trying to like you know just kind of squash the beef. By the way, Sean Strickland and Brendan Allen, they were talking mad shit about each other the last two yeah. years. They squashed their beef this week. This guy is not only a not only a great uh, not a very good fighter, Marcel. He's a, he's a bad loser too. Kind of a really bad combination in my opinion. So. I thought Battle looked decent. I'm just, I'm really disappointed in Jason Gore's performance and just everything. I don't know. What do you think about this? It was just, ugh. what do you I, think? I really didn't feel the trash talk before because in Tough, they were really cool with each other. So it felt kind of forced. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, so um, probably the, the most fun thing was after the fight when Bisping said, like, did, did it bother you that your eye was closed? And Battle was like, who, who needs two eyes anyways? <laughs> That no, Battle's a good, decent fighter, honestly. He's not bad. He's seven and one. Was, I should have picked no. him, Marcel. Yeah, me too. Wasn't yeah. a bad, bad fight from him, but it wasn't really entertaining, you know. So I was on the yeah. fence a little bit. So I should have went with the plus money. Nice job, Tristan. I see Tristan got plus money on him. Good job, buddy. Nice job. Um, Brian Battle become Newport McGee. Yeah, it's possible. You know what? Actually, pretty similar guy. Like meat and potatoes, right? Decent wrestling, decent striking, durability. Of course, less. More street and less godless for a public appeal, possibly. <laughs> Gore talks more than he fights. He's a clear sort of loser. I completely agree. Gore had a bad fight. He came across like a bully. Gore came in the fight saying he'd be a double champion. He becomes a sore loser and goes on IG to thank his real friends. What a what a loser. You know, sore loser, I should say. I mean, the guy's obviously not a loser. He's in the UFC. He's making good money, so he's not a loser. But, it's, you know, I just – I this is a sport, too, you know. I just I, – I think this guy, he's got a lot to learn, man. You know what I mean? Like, he really looked like a green fighter. Brian Battle's not bad. By the way, I, I was listening to his interview post-fight. He was saying, like, how it felt like he just got in a car crash and his body was sore everywhere. So, like, he definitely took some damage and showed good durability. Like, his eye was fucked, Marcel. I thought the fight was over because yeah. the eye was shut, right? Guy won on with one eye. And like he said to Bisping, what do you need two eyes for, right? Like, why do we need two eyes, Marcel? We don't need one. So, anyways. Um, okay, moping at the main car. I mean, this fight, I, at this point, I think this is fight of the year so far. It's only been two months, right? Or a month, mm -hmm. I should say. Uh, Juliana Rose defeats Steven Peterson split decision. Amazing fight. Absolutely amazing fight. Both guys just like this is the kind of fight I love. You know what I mean, guys? Like this is this is what MMA is all about for me. Two guys going hard from the the start of the opening bell to the last of the 15 minutes or 25 minutes. They just they were going for the finish the entire fight. This was an epic fight. I absolutely love this fight. You know, Juliana Rose is really starting to win me over with his fights lately, Marcel. The guys turned into a very, very exciting fighter. Um, and his durability is obviously increased a little bit like you know he's, he's he's eating punches that he never used to so it's been impressive the guy's won five of his last six fights it's a very impressive comeback for him a guy who's lost so much in the ufc and you know me and you picked steven peterson last week i was again this was a fight i was on the fence about but the odds were so in his favor i had to take him right at plus 250 marcel we were one one scorecard away from winning that so very close, man. I don't think it was a bad pick. I don't regret picking him. You know what I mean? Like, there's some yeah, I mean, sometimes there's fights where I'm like, fuck, why did I pick that guy? You know what I mean? But or bet on the guy. In this case, I'm like, you know what? I lost a unit, but it's okay because the guy gave it at all. And I don't think like it was a it was a coin flip. And I'll take plus two fifty on a coin flip any day of the week, my man. So for me, it was a great fight, though. I love this fight. I'm glad it won fight of the night. Glad Arosa got the hundred K, deserved it. But you know, Steve Pearson fucked himself again, guys. Like Two times in a row, he's lost 30% um, of his purse because he missed weight. And now he lost 30% of his purse. He didn't get his win bonus because he didn't win the fight. And he didn't get the, the fight night bonus. He might have cost himself like up to 100 grand. I'm not sure what he's making. But, you know, the 50 plus whatever. And maybe he's on 20K salary. I'm not sure. Something like that. So 
you know, maybe cost himself 60, 70 grand. Still, it's a lot of money, right? Plus the last fight. So over the last two fights, he's probably cost himself close to $100,000 because he hasn't made weight. That's really bad. That's like, like, think about it. My God, I'd, I'd be freaking out right now if I was you, Marcel. If I, I'd be freaking out if my if my fight went Friday night and I didn't get the 50K. Because these guys are living, Steven Peterson is obviously living paycheck to paycheck. He fights like once a year. He's a good fighter, but he fights like, doesn't fight that often. So I just, I, I feel bad for him in a way because he deserved a bonus, but at the same time, he didn't do his job and didn't get it. So I'm just glad that Rosa got the money. Just give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. I'm going to get the comments in a sec, but I want to hear your thoughts on this, on this fight. That was an amazing fight, man. Um, very wild. <laughs> um, I had 29-28 for Peterson, but it could be the other way around. I had no problem with it. I probably, the late takedown from Arosa got him the, the I, I think so, too. I think, honestly, like, in my mind, it was like, it, there, I couldn't even pick a winner until, like, the last 30 seconds, and then he got the takedown. But not only did he get the takedown, he did some ground and pound with it, right? Mm -hmm. It was smart. Because if he just held him there, it's I'm not sure smart. if the judges would have given it to yeah. him. But he was, yeah. like, pound. He's like this, right? It very was really smart. smart. And we know his cardio was good, and that's what won him the fight, Marcel. That cardio is is epic. So it, it, it was gr a great fight, you know. And um, I think, man, Stephen Peterson, I think he really hates himself at this moment yeah. because he didn't make that weight, you know. Because that's, I would hate myself. Uh, that's too, a lot of a lot too. of cash, you know. You could have had yeah. in your bank account, you know. So and and the thing is also he lost he he, he um I don't know if if he if he. Does he still have a, does he still have a fight? Fights in the UFC. Poor I, I get the thing is, you know, fight, I, so after sure. after a fight like this, you expect if he fight. doesn't have a, have a contract after this, they would give him a new one. But he missed weight twice in a row, you know. So, and he didn't win his last fight. So I don't know what the UFC is going to do. I hope he gets re-signed because he's an entertaining fighter and I'd like to see him fight. So Stephen Peterson three and four in the UFC. He's won three bonuses though in the seven mm -hmm. fights. But again, miss weight two times in a row. Mm -hmm. I, I think he is a featherweight, though. I don't think he's a lightweight. There's no doubt he's a featherweight. It's just he really needs to get a nutritionist. I mean, I you can't really like forgive the guy. It's his fault because he missed weight last year and didn't decide to change things up. So it's his fault, honestly. It just sucks because I think a fight like that, you really deserve a bonus because that's like a life-changing fight almost. You know what I mean? Like the damage those guys took in that fight, they'll probably never be the same after this fight, quite frankly. So to be honest with you, Marcel, I'll probably be looking to fade both guys in the next fight because they took so much damage in this fight. Like, especially Arosa. His chin held up again, Marcel. I'm, I'm telling you, Marcel, he's going to get knocked out again soon. I was like, the, Peterson has to land one clean shot and he's done. But he just happen. kept slipping him, man. He slipped yeah. it just enough. Yeah. yeah. I was glad to see Arosa uh, get 100K. We'll do more stop fighters and missing weight. Too bad, Mr. Peterson. It is. Talking about battles of sponge. He's, he's good, man. He's and he, You know what? I agree because he's a smart fighter and he listens to his coaches and stuff. Yeah, it was close, Tristan. It was it was close. Arosa, Billy Q. So um, Cole talked to uh, Arosa today, and he said he would like to fight Billy Q or Alex Caceres or Hakeem Dewadu, which I think is the fight that makes sense because they both fought on the same card. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Happy Arosa got the full 100K. Uh, I think the decision was fine. You know, and I, I bet on Peterson, but I, I think it's fine. Good for Arosa. Okay. Yeah, it does suck. It, w it wasn't a robbery either way. I think that the Puna no, no, decision no. was way worse. You know what I mean? That one just bothers me. I didn't even, and the thing is, I didn't even bet on Putin. I stayed away from the fight. I just didn't like the decision. I, I, it doesn't even matter. You know, it's just like, I, I was just watching it neutrally. I was like, this is brutal. And again, like, yeah. I try to be as neutral as possible, you know? Like, even Peterson, I, I could have been like, oh, I think he won the fight, but I thought he, you know, barely lost. <laughs> yeah, Peterson and Rekmanov at 70. No, that's not happening. Um, yeah, I know. He's got to get like, uh, I don't know, man. He did. He's lost probably 100K, John, the last year. I mean, that's – I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, that, that's like, what, you know, a year, two years' salary? I mean, it's a lot of money, you know? Good bet to – good to bet on a gritty fighter, not so good to bet on a gritty, dumb fighter. Pearson's devastated doesn't make good choices. I agree. I agree with that, Rotor. But, again, you know, he's, 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 a, he's an exciting guy, so I hope they keep him around even with the mate weight misses. All right, let's go to the next fight. I mean, this was my call of the night, Marcel. John Castaneda defeats Miles Johns. Plus 200 underdog, underdog guys. I hope some of you guys take a shot on him. I mean, I knew it was going to be a competitive fight, but to be honest with you, Marcel, it was kind of one-sided. You know, John Castaneda is a really good fighter, man. I think I hope he showed it to you guys. Like, I hope people believe me now when I said this guy's really good last year when he knocked out Eddie Wilde. And I was like, this guy's good. This guy's got all these fights in Kabachi. He's got like 25 fights. He's been fighting forever. Right, uh, Marcel, this guy's a good fighter, Marcel. What do you think about this guy? I got to be honest with you, man. I did not see it happening before the fight. I really didn't, you know. So kudos to you. Great pick, you know. Um he he was the best fighter overall in that fight. You know, he Miles Johns couldn't get his game, gotta let his hands go, he couldn't get his game going. 
and Castaneda was just over him that whole fight almost, you know. And and as longer as it took, Castaneda took more and more from Miles Johns. And at a certain moment, he choked him out. It was a beautiful submission win. Um, Johns was done at that moment already. So I, I was surprised with it, man, you know. But yeah, amazing win by Castaneda. I can't say anything else. So yeah, that was for me the biggest surprise of the night. For you, obviously, it wasn't, but for me, it was. No, totally fair. I mean, Miles Johns is look good, but again, that Cole Smith fight bothered me, you know, because he barely edged by that yeah. guy who's not good. And Again, Anderson Sanders had a broken leg in the last fight. So he did knock him out, but it was like a guy who can't move. John Castaner is some of the better movement in this division. And I, I Marshall, I'll say this right now. I thought you probably win the decision. I didn't expect a submission. I'll say that. I didn't I wasn't picking that guy. So that was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I agree with Felder too and about uh thing. Yeah, it's true. They probably will wind up like Darren Elkins. Anyway, let's go to the next fight. Kim Duan defeats Mike Trezano. I mean, it was a pretty easy decision. 30-27. Kind of a not great fight, honestly, but he got the job done. Duwato. His record in the UFC now is Six and two, so not bad. Um, what do you think of his performance? Solid performance by da- by Dawadu, I think. Um, Trezano didn't look good at all, you know. He was uh, couldn't get his, his hands going. Uh, Dawadu was just much faster, much smarter, and uh, deserved win. I think uh, Dawadu won all three rounds, yeah. I think so too. I think it's a very easy fight to score. I mean, very uneventful fight. It's got this one. Uh, Cash to not a great call, dude. That's his new nickname. There it is, John Cash to not. And by the way, he came out to that song from that uh, 50 Cent movie, uh, Get Richard by Trying. That's so dope. Not only that, but he was, I was watching his post fight interview. He said he just got, he just went through a divorce and he was like, he had a lot going on in his personal life. So for him to overcome that and go in the cage and, and put on a performance like that, you know, Tristan said it right here. Yeah, Tristan, exactly. I mean, dude, divorces are that's it's one of the hardest things you could ever go through. Again, like my family members going through this right now, it's 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 not only harder than you. It's harder on everyone in the family, right? So what he was saying was the only place that he didn't have to think about that was at the gym. And he busted his ass in the gym at Minnesota Martial Arts Academy, which is a good gym. Greg Nelson, right? Great, great coach. Um, Brock Lesnar used to train there years ago, remember Marcel? So, and some other guys. Uh, Peterson was at 23. Jesus. So he lost 60. Yeah, I mean, it's not good. It's not good, Glenn. That's really bad. So, he's, yeah, he's lost over 100,000, guys. That's that's really, it's really sad, you know, quite frankly, because uh, that's probably more money he's ever won in his career. And he's lost that. So... Not good. John Castaner is one of 25 guys. So, dude, I agree completely. I agree completely. Bantamweight's the best division right now. And this guy, again, Miles Johns, after his last fight, I was like, man, this guy's right in the border of the top 15. But now John Castaner is still his thunder. I would like, by the way, I didn't ask you who he should fight next. I'd like to see him fight a top 15 guy if it's possible. I think he kind of deserves it. He did lose to Nathaniel Wood in his debut, though. So it's like, you know, Wood's not getting a top 15 opponent. But like, if he fought like a Sunset or something, I wouldn't hate it. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be fine or like something like that. Um, go to the next fight. Uh, sorry, Dewado Burgos. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good fight. But I, I think I think Dewado and, and Rosa make sense just based on the, the fighting at the same to, uh, time. That, that fight actually was booked like last year, but... Dewado got, Burgos? Yeah, but oh. what got cancelled due to COVID, yeah. The way they crash the fights. Yeah, I like uh, I like safe, but, you know, it's not like... He's a good coach, but I mean, it's, at the end of the day, they're all good fighters, all good coaches in the sport. All right, let's go to the next fight. Yeah, like I said, guys, you know, this was one where I was really on the fence about, but once I did the research, it was really obvious that Chidi was just going to have a massive it's, advantage. It's easy fight. for you to say after the fight, man. It is easy for me to say after the fight. <laughs> I know. It really is, right? I didn't say it before the fight, that's for sure. I didn't predict he'd win the, with the striking before the fight. No, no. It's just one of those things because, I, you know, you can't just blindly bet on guys that you, you win you money. You know, I've made this mistake in, in, in my career as a better. You know, guys, like, there's certain guys that have won. But like Justin Gaethje, for instance, I bet on him, like, 10 straight fights, and then he lost back-to-back fights to Alvarez and Poirier, and I was like, fuck, and I lost money on him, right? So I was like, I'm betting on him against anyone. Every matchup's different. It's one thing I've learned over the years betting on the sport. Every single matchup's different. So, yeah, Ferris look great, but, again, you know, he's been winning with cardio, and this guy, Chidi, has got good cardio. So not only did he win in 16 seconds, Marcel, but he obviously took no damage. I think they could just rebook him for a, fat, a fight coming up really soon, hopefully. Um, and he's 33. He's not young, guys. He's, he's, he's an older guy. He's been yeah. fighting since 2007. I think they have to fast track him to the top 15, Marcel. Bro, what? I, I, Anthony and Jokowani, I think he's already 40 or 41. 41, right? yeah. I, I was brother. surprised with that. I was yeah. shocked too. He no. just fought two weeks ago in, in yeah, Eagle. Yeah. Uh, Eagle, yeah, Eagle. He got Sorry. knocked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it's crazy, by the way, right? Go ahead. By the way, Anjokowani, if he stops with fighting, he can do uh, like uh, some voiceover for for Discovery or something. By the way, this know? guy's but, voice is absolutely incredible. Amazing. I love his voice. I love his Me voice. Too. He sounds like he should be doing like you know Morgan Freeman does those commercials. Yeah, 
He's, exactly. He's very, yes. very similar voice, man. Yes. <laughs> Not only that, but I watched, I watched, I watched all the post-fight interviews, obviously, and I watched this one. He was saying that he had a job cleaning toilets in an office, and he fucking hated it. it was like, I have to make it in the UFC, or else I'll be cleaning toilets the rest of my life. I was I like, Damn, that sucks, man. I love that he got fifty k in that case, and he, he deserved, he deserved it. Man. it I mean, oh, wait, by well, the way, the bonuses were perfect. I think the bonuses yeah. were great. They were perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely loved it, man. I mean, yeah. uh, how Mark Andre Barrio. He he's doesn't tough. always win his fight, but he's super tough, yeah. you know. And to knock him out in like well, sixteen seconds or it's something. First knockout loss Amazing. in his career. But like Amazing. I said, yeah. like I said, guys, the numbers were showing how much damage he's been taking. He's absorbing over five and a half strikes uh, per fifty minutes. I think it went up actually after this fight. Let me double check here. He got hit with eleven strikes in in sixteen seconds. Mark Andre Barrio strikes landed per uh per 15 5.8 which is high but strikes absorbed 5.06 that's really high guys that's too many mm -hmm. strikes absorbed and that leads to knockout losses so you know i wasn't sure i didn't think it'd be in 60 seconds obviously but i thought no. he would just be in, do enough with the striking to win um but this is why we do the research right it's like you know it's easy just to like be like oh this guy you know has been winning me money and, and doing well and the other guy honestly I'm, i've never been high in chibi and jacquarian that's the honest truth i've i in bellator i wasn't hiring him but the guy's made some fights, serious you know? changes, yeah. man. He's looked good, Marcel, lately. So that's yeah. my thoughts on the fight. Um, still rooting for Marcel to be crushed. I don't know if I lost. I mean, dude, you know it sucks, Tracy, when you lose that quick. It really does suck, man. I've had, I mean, I've been on the sport for over 10 years now. So I've had a lot of these fights. Um, like, you know, Mark Kominick, when he fought Korean Zombie, he was like seven seconds. Yeah. You know, I, I think I bet him on that one. It was, it was tough. You know, it was like, ugh. You know what I mean? So it happens. Yeah, he was because he's, he's, been, he's been here forever. He's been here 2007. Again, it's fucked up. He had to go through contender series. It makes no sense. The guy should have just been signed out. Right? What a joke! Like that's <laughs> probably a joke. because they want to give him 10, 10, 10 and ten. <laughs> that's so bad. Cheese and draw pick. I stuck with nice job. I mean, he ended up. I think he closes the favorite. I think, but I'm not sure. GD Bennett Allen. Sure, be a good. Forgot about. Yeah, he's in middleweight too. Be a good fight. <laughs> His voice is incredible, dude. Seriously, I was. I, I, I was watching the push interview. I'm like, man, this guy could just read me like a storybook. I'd fall asleep like for some. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, really good. Like He's one of those don't fuck with the voices. Cheese voices from cutting weight. Oh, really? That's crazy. Hey, what's up, Kinshiro, man? Haven't seen you in a long time, buddy. Hope everything's good, man. Barry and Soriano screw my parlays. <laughs> screw both these guys. Soriano should have won, though. You know, so I don't think you had a bad pick there. Hoping on hey Cole, what's up, man? We haven't talked about Rondo, but we're gonna talk about him in a few minutes, Cole. I did give you a shout out earlier, Cole, for the uh the interview you did with um with Arosa. Whitaker wins rematch, beats Izzy Hanley. Pretty much, son's called tuition on it. I don't think it's, uh, you know, be interesting. Uh, can you, I mean, the odds are not bad, you know. But we'll talk about that fight tomorrow, guys. I got We got to go through the rest of this card. We got 13 minutes left. Chidi, Nick Maxwell, if you 100% lose, what do you think? I, 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 I would hope Chi would just kick him really hard in the stomach and be like, Ooh. you can't wrestle me. I'll just kick him again in the stomach. Like, he's he didn't show his body kicks in the fight. He's got some of the best body kicks I've seen, you know, Marcel? Marcel, how did this guy make 170, by the way? How the fuck did he make 170? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, he, he looked great. You he know, I'm really like, looking forward to see his next fight. He same really here. Like great. I said, got to fast track him, right? Because of the age. Yeah. Next fight, Alexis Diaz, Julius Florianko. Shout and... out to you for this one, man. I mean, I was talking shit about the fight, but I think this was a really was a really good fight, to be honest. It was, it was, a, it was a competitive fight, you know? So it wasn't bad. You know, Julia yeah. is tough, right? She's tough. You know, that's the one thing she's got. But I, I think that, you know, Alexis definitely won the fight. I want to give uh, uh, or mention, I should say uh stupid uh, mark smith the referee i mean how do you not take a point for that legal it was so blatant you have to take a point for that that's that's I, fucking terrible and they stood them up i was like okay he's gonna walk through the yeah. and take a point and he's like okay go back down marcel what the hell give me your thoughts I, man a funny thing was earlier today like i said i have a dutch podcast i was discussing this as well and uh, i was talking with this uh, uh, with gilbert eiffel and uh you know gilbert and he was like that wasn't on purpose, man. I think uh, she didn't do that on purpose. Like, dude, it kind of remembered me like you when you did it against uh, Valentine Overeem in the arena <laughs> when you kicked him in the face. And he's like, D did I do that? It's like, yeah, you did. I can't remember. So I showed him the clip. He was like, yeah, that wasn't on purpose, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, <laughs> but, man, he should have took a point, man. Let's be honest. Yeah, it you was, have it was, a, was a hard blade. It was really kick. hard. Was, like, Alexis people, is durable, right? Remember that girl that got knocked out last year, um, Luana Pinheiro by Randy yeah. Marco? Yeah, yeah so. I didn't really thought that was actually legit, but okay, I know what you mean. <laughs> but the thing is, it's She's illegal, you know, it's yeah. illegal, you know, yeah. and it was a hard up kick, it was a clear hard up kick, and I think it was on purpose, you know. I just so scored the, the fight, by the way, the, I didn't ask you, yeah. I just scored it. 
I scored it. Uh, I think I had 29 28 for Davis. That's, that's okay. But, I do. And none of the judges had that, which they gave her 10 but, 8 and third, I guess. But the thing is, you know, um, people were coming after me on Twitter like they should legalize upkicks. And I was like, guys, I I'm not against legalizing upkicks, but in the rules, you can't use that upkick. So you should get a point deducted for it. Is that's, that that's, that's, the, that's actually a really <laughs> bad argument because it's like, you should, like, can we just kill people now? You know, because we, we don't want murder like legalized now. Like, I don't uh, get it. Like, no, don't don't bring Sean Strickland on any ideas. <laughs> fight to the death on a deserted <laughs> island somewhere. Um, let's go to the next couple of fights. Uh, Jelton Almeida destroyed oh. Daniel Marquez. I mean, I called this one too. I, I told yeah. you guys the easiest pick in the. I think actually, you know what? I'm not going to say I called. Everyone did. <laughs> let's yeah. be honest. The guy's really good. Uh, Daniel Marquez, have, I think, will get cut. By the way, um, one of a bold prediction. Sure. Jelton Almeida, top five within two years. Jesus. I mean, it's possible. By the way, I heard Brendan Allen was like, they were like, are you going to stay at 205? He's like, no. Did you see that Jelton guy? You see how big that guy was? <laughs> Arcel, this guy's a, he's a problem. He's a he's Absolute a specimen. And his wrestling is strong, so man. Good. You know, he completely molds And Danil's a good grappler, too. Yeah. Right? So like, but completely overwhelmed him. Yeah. Full mount and just destroyed him with ground and pound. I mean, and also. Super impressive. I think it was a late stoppage, not an early Yeah. Time. Yeah. I think you could have stopped this fight sooner. Who is the ref for this? Mike Beltran, Beltran. I think you could have yeah. stopped it sooner. Um, Be- Beltran think... kind of lets it go a little bit long the last yeah. couple of times. <laughs> this guy needs to be fast-tracked too. He's 30 years old. So, again, took no damage. I would hope to get him in the cage soon. Um, I don't know if that – is that card in Brazil still happening in, like, April or no, May? Is that... no. Okay, fuck. Because that would have been perfect, right? So, it's not happening. By the way, he, he called out Shogun. I was like – don't do that to Shogun. You already knocked. Uh, you already destroyed his protege of, or yeah. his uh, training partner. Don't, yeah. don't, don't go after Shogun, man. Shogun is a legend. Don't do that. Yeah. I understand it, but don't do it. I agree. Let me look at these comments. Uh, Dave is showing like zero IQ. Yeah, that was awful, Tristan. Her, her, her IQ in the second round too. She's she has a clear advantage on the, on the ground, but she stands in trades. It didn't make sense. I agree. Mark's with the point. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. It was a good. I think it was a pretty good fight. Ref for some reason refused. Yeah, I, I, they, they got us, you know, well, they should bring back yellow cards and red cards like in Pride, but Pinero's acting was worth it and I'll just, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, as soon as you said, as Jailton called and made a Shogun, I thought you guys, yeah. So Shogun, by the way, Shogun has uh, he, Instagram, right? And he had these like clips. My uh, fiance, needed, she's Portuguese, right? So I asked her to, to watch it because I'm like, did he say anything about the call out? No, he didn't say anything. He had like three <laughs> clips. I'm like, what's he saying? What's he saying? He goes, she goes, she's, she's, she's uh, interpreting. She goes, Okay, he's saying, I'm in Vegas. I'm leaving back to Brazil. I was with my guy, Danilo. He lost. The other guy was better. And I'm like, did he, did he accept the fight? Did he accept the fight? She's like, he didn't even say anything. About it. <laughs> so, I wouldn't have said anything if I was Shogun. You know, it's not you know what? Just a hor- no, don't book this fight. Please. No. We don't need to see Shogun die in the octagon. Absolutely not. Shadcat's an absolute monster, dude. Complete beast. You know, Glenn, I did notice that as well. Also, that guy Carlson Harris weighed at 169. Generally, guys, when guys weigh in under the limit, it's not a good thing. It's actually not a good thing. And generally, they do lose. But you know, this guy, he's just a monster. And I think maybe he could make 185. Could he make 185? I don't know. But the funny thing is this guy looks huge, kind of, for a light heavyweight, you know? And he's still under – he came in under, underweighted. This, this guy's yeah. so big. He's huge. I made it pierce to the catch weight. I haven't watched that. <laughs> Jelton is protein coach. Yeah, the protein, yeah. Jelton Menefield. That'd be a good fight. Or even like that uh, William Knight guy if he beats uh, Grisham this weekend. I'm, t- I'm telling you honestly. I want to see Jailton already against a top fifteen guy. Kenshiro said he's a doctor. Are you are you are you are you Mongolian too, Kenshiro? I forgot. Um, go to the next fight. Uh, I mean, I think we both called this one. Phil Rowe against Jason Witt. I think I called this fight really well too. Like first round, he's you know probably going to lose with the wrestling, but as soon as he lands the punch, Jason Witt's getting a KO. Jason Witt sixth Beautiful. knockout loss of his career, Marcel. No chance. Beautiful combo, man, from Phil Beautiful. Rowe. Beautiful. Beautiful. Combo. What was it? Uh, three piece, right? Yeah. Three piece and a, and a wing. Uh, no soda. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? He's a good fighter, man. He's uh, he's two and one now in the UFC. You know, Gate Green could have won that fight too, quite frankly. I mean, it was a close. I fight, think he so. did to be really yeah, honest. Yeah, you know, I, I well, the thing is, looking back at the stats of the fight, Gate Green had two knockdowns, so I, obviously that's the difference. But I remember watching mm-hmm. it live. I kind of thought that you you know Phil could have won, but again, I like this guy, and also you know I gotta give a shout out to Jason Witt. So Phil Rose after the fight, they were supposed to fight in November. His mom's got cancer. And he had uh, to go to her uh, chemotherapy treatments. And, and Jason Witt said, no problem. We'll delay the fight until uh, February and she feels better. So that's a real guy right there, guys. That's a real, real, real solid guy. And Jason Witt's not a great fighter, but I hope they give him another fight too. Because honestly, Marcel, like he was winning the fight until he got clipped, right? So Plus, he got the, he had a big win over Barbarina. It was a really huge win. That, that yeah. win really saved his career, I think, with yeah. DC. Last fight in the card. And 
like I said, guys, this was one where I was like, man, like you're gonna lay minus three hundred and a guy's never fought in the UFC, he's never fought in three years. This is this can happen. A guy had all those injuries too and breaks his arm. So I'm not saying I, I predicted a first round arm break, but that's what happened here. <laughs> also, what do you think? You think it's a TKO or you think it's a submission? What do you think? It's weird, right? Because yeah. uh, I think normally that would have been a TKO by injury, I think. Yeah. But because he didn't tap, he only, he only uh, screamed, you know, and then the ref was like, what happened? And then he saw that and then he called it off. So there is, they called it a technical submission, but they're I calling mean, it a knockout the, now, actually. It's on, online. It's called a knockout. On, I, I, uh, think, I, think this, I think the UFC, on, 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 on when it was happening, they said technical submission, TKO by arm injury. Due to a technical submission yeah. or something. It was really weird. It's, it's so, so I've actually put a tweet saying, I'm like, I'm not sure if it's a TKO or submission. And then everyone's like, oh, it's obviously a sub. And I'm like, all right, well, that's what they announced it as. But yeah, guys, not. I'm looking right now, every SureDog, Tapology, Wikipedia, and UFC Stats, which is the number one source, official source, says TKO due to arm injury. So it was a knockout, apparently. <laughs> um, mm. Did people bet on the TKO? Did they get screwed here? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I feel saying they won on submission. So they should have won on the TKO, technically. Bobby Goose, Pollyanna Vienna fight next. Do you have the fight for her? Do you know what she, her fight is? No idea? No, honestly, I don't know. Off by around. Had a feeling we were talking about. Yeah, his, his chin's gone. It's just, well, he's got good wrestling, Tristan, but I mean, he's, he's got three knockout losses and five fights in the UFC. So I think, you know, gets another fight, losses, loses another knockout, probably gets cut. Had Roe, uh, you get wrestling. Yeah, exactly. it was like the Ryan Costi fight. I'm pretty sure I said, like, like it's going to go like this. No, it's not. Scream is a verbal tap. Oh, and I, I kind of agree. I actually, like, I, I think it was a sub, but again, they're saying it's a knockout now, so it's interesting because there's a TKO injury. Because, again, injuries usually are a TKO, right? But he screamed, too. Yeah. So that's yeah, why well, I thought that's why they stopped the fight because his arm yeah. actually broke a minute it broke by, before. He wanted, I think he wanted to support his his, his body with his arm, yeah. and it, it kind of kind of snapped was, or went back the other way. Jocker Ray, well, that was a, that was a, uh, was that a submission or a knockout? That's an actual release. submission, yeah. I think that's a Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I still think it was a sub personally, but anyways, this doesn't, doesn't matter. But if you, hopefully you guys didn't get screwed there if you did bet on the the prop. Uh, tune in. Yeah, yeah. He definitely, dude. A lot of people's parlays just got you know destroyed after that first fight. Lit him on fire. You see, starting my secret uh, card, or you see. <laughs> I know it's this weekend, and it doesn't feel like we're talking much about it. By the way, yeah. we'll talk about that card tomorrow. I'm looking forward that, to the card, guys. Imagine, right. and I say I don't want to, I want, don't want to jinx it, but imagine the minivan drops. You know, they're fucked because Louis Tuivasa. Listen, I know it's in Houston, but they're fucked. That's why they always should have at least two title fights. I think on a pay per view right now, or at least a very two very good fights. You know what I mean? Because this card. Uh, there are some good fights on it, don't get me wrong, but it's very thin, you know, for pay-per-view. And you guys have to pay now 85 or $90 for it. They wouldn't sell shit over here. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I watch it because I can, you know, but I don't have to pay like $90 for it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I feel like they, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm just talking shit or whatever, but I think that's that's how it is, you know. I think the car looks good. I mean, it's 15 fights, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm I love cards with 15 fights. The thing the thing is, people have to pay $90 for five pay-per-view fights, you know? Yeah. And I never I never thought about that for a couple of years ago. I was always like, why are you complaining? You have so many fights there, but you actually have to pay 90 bucks for five fights, yeah. you know? And those five fights have to be bangers, in my opinion, if you want to pay 90 bucks, you know? Yeah, it's not it's not cheap. Um, got a few. We'll talk about FAC and, and LFA quickly, and then we'll get yeah. out of here. Um, Gordon said, "Hey, Owen, he says he heard the arm get messed up during the work. Yeah, exactly. It was it was smart. He basically made the guy post down on it. Right? It's kind of yeah. mean in a way, but I mean, he has to win the fight. So let's talk about FAC twelve. Um, okay, so Eduardo Dantes apparently uh, apparently didn't get signed, and I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of grossed out by it because I mean, what else do you have to do? The guy lands an insane head kick knockout and doesn't get signed. Like it just like he had no way. If he didn't get signed after that, he was never going to get signed. You know what I mean? So why did they even promote him on this card?" They did sign Isaac uh, Delgarian, and they signed who's the other guy? Uh, Josh Fram. Josh Fram. Who? Uh, yeah. So a good fighter. Both good fighters. And uh, Gage Young, I heard, will maybe get like contender series or something like that in the future. And who's the other guy that might? Um, there's someone else in the card. I can't remember who it was. But you know what? Like this FAC approach is not too bad. Um, they have a lot of fights in their card. But I mean, yeah. What are your thoughts on this one, Marcel? I, I think Dante well, should have been signed. Not not for, not signing Dantas. I'm looking for my claw nose here. Uh, I mean, what the hell? How can you not sign that dude? He 
knocked out clean Jose Aldai. And Aldai is a good fighter, yeah. you know. Was on the contender series last time on short notice. He fought Simon Oliveira, lost a split decision. And Dantas is just... We know what Dantas can do, you know, and he looked very good. This was his chance to get in the UFC, and you don't give it to him, probably because of money. You know, you just only want 10 plus 10 guys. You know, you don't want a guy who is probably wants to earn a little bit more. He's a former Bellator champion, man. He he, he, has a, he has a name, you know. So I'm I'm really surprised. I'm not... I'm not surprised that they pass on him because of the money, but I'm really sad this happening, you know, because in my opinion, you should pick the best fight or the best fighters from a card if you're day if you're Dana White looking for a fight, you know. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm really wondering what kind of baloney he's gonna he's gonna say again yeah. when this when this episode airs, you know. Well, yeah, he's he's, he's kind of old and yeah. uh, we don't want blah blah well, blah. You know, we, well, we also kind of know another reason, money. So yeah, that's, that, that's probably it, you know. Yeah, you so, want to pay him forty and but, forty or something. But he's that's... not going to say that. He's going to say something like he's a little bit old already, and his prime was uh, was uh, before that or something. I think he's in his he's, prime right now. I mean, yeah, he's not going to say he doesn't yeah. want to pay the money. They never do. But we also always know it's about the money, you know. It always is. You're right, Marcel. It's a business at the end of the day, and you know, I just think he deserves to be in the roster after that. Oh, match sure. Uh, John's talking about LFA. Dan Arguedo is from the contenders, or sorry, Ultimate Fighter. He's a good yeah. fighter, and he looked good. Apparently, he's got promotion, uh, other promotions offering him uh, fights, but he wants to stay in the UFC. He deserves it. Yeah, yeah. When I, I, They didn't go up in Canada, which was which is interesting. It's actually interesting. They didn't go up in Canada. 90 should be uh, for 30, 10, 30. Yeah. Uh, we're probably get, yeah, I know. It's like, Jane, it just depends on the day. Or like when he gave uh, Jake Hadley a contract, but everyone else didn't this way. He didn't decide. He's like, oh, this guy, I want to give a contract. You know what I mean? Like, it just depends on the mood, his mood, which is kind of messed up, but, you know. Mikey England, another guy could get signed. You'll see the money stop being so harsh. That's funny. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's all I want to talk about for for this uh, for this one, guys. Um, yeah. It was overall a decent weekend of fights. Anyways, I'm looking forward yeah, to this well, weekend. UFC 271. Be back tomorrow same. with Marcel. We'll be back here at Marcel at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern to break down the card. By the way, there's a PFL Challenger series in two weeks. I'm just seeing that now. That's interesting. I didn't realize it was coming up so soon. You, but yeah, we'll saw... be back. go ahead, go ahead. You saw Bevon Lewis going yeah, up to heavyweight. heavyweight. Weird, eh? Weird. Yeah. So a lot of weird stuff. Anyways, we'll be back tomorrow, guys. We'll break down all 15 fights. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, Marcel. Appreciate everyone who, who joined in today, guys. Really good chat as always. Have a great night, Joe, as well. Uh, yeah, you know, the Jonas Bellario guy. I mean, he had a great <laughs> knockout, but a horrible fight, right? Maybe, maybe. Anyways, guys, have a great night. Be back tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern, breakdown UFC 271. Good night. Peace. <laughs>